Thanks for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please remember to follow, review, and rate us on your favorite podcast app. Hey guys, uh, today's movie is The Collector from 2009. Let's just do the fun facts, and I've got a little story with it too, I believe. Yeah, I do. I have a tidbit, because there aren't a lot of fun facts. So, let's start with fun facts, jump into the tidbits, and then we'll do the synopsis. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Uh, the writers intended the movie to be a Saw prequel, but the idea was declined. I don't know. Nah, it no. wasn't even close. No. I mean, it was... No. Mm-mm. And like Saw in 2004, this film was inspired by Seven. Okay. Hmm. I mean, yeah, kind of. Sure. I, can, I mean, not to the T, okay, but I mean, kind of. Hmm. The Collector Urban Legend is really a catch-all legend for creepy hermetic neighbors that may be doing something horrifying inside their dungeon-like basements. The most common collector legend is the neighbor who collects human body parts and proudly displays them in mason jars. In Russia, the collector urban legend has a bright future because it played out in real life. Its new mascot is local Russian historian Anatoly Moskovin, uh, who stole cops. He stole cops! Give the cops back. No, bitch, they're mine. who stole corpses from cemeteries in dozens of towns east of Moscow. According to police, he dug up at least 29 corpses and made dolls out of them. Life-size, faceless, female dolls with platinum blonde wigs. And this feeds into my tidbit. Because it's about Anatoly. So, I hope you guys enjoy my little tidbit. It's really just a little tidbit. It's tiny. Okay. Anatoly Moskvin... Uh, was 45 at the time, known in Russia as Perfumer, after the Patrick Suskind novel Perfume. Or Parfum. Thank you. Don't laugh at my fun noises, voices, accents. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. He collected and mummified 29 corpses of women and girls between the ages of 15 and 26 in the three-room apartment. That was probably pretty stinky. Yeah. And crowded. I mean, three-room apartment, probably can't sleep 29 people. Well, 30, if you count him. After his discovery by Interior Ministries Department for Fighting Extreme Crime, that's a Russian thing, if you guys couldn't tell, (laughs) the whole town rumbled with stories about Anatoly and his mummies. They said he placed musical boxes inside the mummies, set them up around his living room, and had tea while they were singing for him. He dug them out at night and turned the remains into pretty dolls, and his apartment was packed with the mummies he made out of dead bodies. Like sardines? Like 29 really smelly, rotten sardines. Like sardines. (laughs) Aw, but sardines are yummy! Yeah. I wouldn't eat dead people. Oh, no, I'm just saying. If you put them in oil. They're packed tightly, and they kind of smell, that's all. With herbs and oil, they might be good. Anyways... Uh, the reporters working on the perf- perfumer, perfumer story uh, were told not to make noise on the story before the leaders left the city um, because this was like a big political thing was going on at the time and they didn't want to seem like um, they didn't have a handle on things. 
But the news site named Criminal Chronicle could not contain itself, and it ran, it ran a short brief anyways. It's like a big fuck you to the government. Like, people need to know. So, yeah, that was my little teeny tiny tidbit on Anatoly. And actually, I have a couple similar things. If you want a bonus episode of that, let me know. So, we're going to do synopsis. Are you going to read it? Can you read yet? Last time no, you I said can... you couldn't read and you never read ever. No, I can read. I'm, I've been reading for a while now. The last time you said you didn't read. Well, sometimes. I'm a smart ass. Only sometimes. <laughs> All right. So, the synopsis for this one. Desperate to repay his debt to his ex-wife, an ex-con plots a heist at his new employer's country home, unaware that a second criminal has also targeted the property and rigged it with a series of deadly traps. A series of them. Yeah. I like the way you said that. Goes about it really in a, in a very quick fashion, too. Was he fast? Holy fuck. It's really good at setting those up. Jesus Christ. Like, it was, like, stupid fast. Mm. I wasn't ready. Because, like, when the, when the, when the thief, let's call him the thief, when the thief gets in there, you have no, like, you don't see any traps, you get no inkling that there's traps, you know what I mean? You know, there's, there's some plot holes in that whole, that whole part of the story. Yeah. Because it's like, all the doors were locked. I don't remember, how did he get in? Did, did he come in through a window? I want to say... Oh, shit. I don't remember how he got in. Well, either way... No, he picked the lock. He was a so lockpicker, remember? Lock. Remember, he had the lockpicking kit. So he got in... But, he lockpicked the front so door. He got in from the front door, but didn't the front door have, like, six deadbolts on it that the guy put on? No, that was the back door. That was the back with door? the special key. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, but the front door... Yeah, so, like, the only place in the whole house that wasn't apparently booby-trapped was from the front door to the upstairs where he was going. Yeah, to that hallway. Had to be. Because, and, well, I mean, he, he made a beeline, which makes sense. He knew where he was going. Right. It wasn't like he had to look for anything. He was going for the mirror. But that guy had every inch of the house. Other Literally than, Other than inch. that. Um, except for that small little, and it was like he knew he was coming, except he didn't know right. he was coming. Yeah. Because I had a moment when he came in and he went upstairs and uh, then Freaky Boy comes in. Yeah. I'm gonna call it Freaky Boy. Freaky Boy comes, <laughs> Freaky Boy comes in, and you're like, okay, like I did not notice one trap, right. not one. Right. Okay. And then I had a moment where I was like, did he set them all up while the dude was upstairs? Was right. Like, That's really quick. Really quick. So, it was a minor plot hole. Right. Just a minor one, which is you know fine. Plot holes happen, especially in these kinds of movies. But it was like, okay, so Mr. Thief, uh-huh. kind of a dumbass. Yeah. From the start. He gets out of the car. He's walking up to the house. There's a fucking dog outside. Uh-huh. Now, what dog owner in their right mind leaves the dog outside if they're going out of town? Right. And if they had a dog, since he was working there, wouldn't you think he would know that they had a dog? Yeah. Yeah, he would know. I, that is one of those things that just was like, dude, there's something obviously askew. Uh-huh. In this, yeah. in this, in this place. Yeah, turn around and leave. <laughs> right? You see this big ass dog. You're like, well, either they're home, or somebody else left their dog in their yard, and right. we don't want this because it's obviously chained up because it it just barely missed his face. Yeah. It was gonna eat him. It was. It was gonna eat him. Good try. You should pull be. Um, and another thing, food was left out. Wine mm-hmm. glasses half drank from 
these are all signs that something went really, really wrong. Yeah. Like, really wrong. So, dude gets upstairs, whatever. <laughs> it was kind of like a comedy moment. Cause, so, he gets upstairs, he starts working the lock. Mm-hmm. And he's using the sound the sound thing on the, right. on the safe. Ooh, I whistled really loud. Yeah. Sorry. So, he's doing that. And then he thinks he hears a noise. <laughs> and then he goes back to doing it. And then he thinks he hears a noise. Goes back to doing it. And then Freaky Boy comes in the house and he hears the stair creak. Mm -hmm. Because there is one creaky stair in the whole fucking house. Now, keep in mind, you know, keep in mind, just people be running around this house like crazy. Absolute silence except for this one step. One step. One step. Doors are closing. One step. So, you know, he has to take everything off. And he hides. And Freaky Boy is just in the house. Has no idea that this guy's in the house with him. I mean, up until this point, I thought Freaky Boy knew he was going to be he was going to be in the house because of he set up the traps. Mm-hmm. At least I thought he set up the traps after the stupid thief was in the house. He didn't. No. They were set up the whole time, but you just didn't get to see any of them. Mm-hmm. One of the things I really, 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 really liked about this movie was that when Thief and Freaky Boy were in separate rooms. Mm-hmm. And it would pan over and look into both rooms at the same time. Yeah. And as they move, the camera would rotate mm-hmm. with them. Oh, my God. That's one of my favorite things in movies. It's suspenseful because you're like, dude, he's going to open that door right on this guy's face. Mm-hmm. And everyone's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> but that didn't happen. It was close calls. Right. It was just enough to get your blood pumping, which it's just, I love it. And, like, the, the movie was full of shots like that. Yeah. Like really creative shots, mm-hmm. and I I appreciated all of them. I'm a big fan of the artsy artsy film shot, yeah. even if it's not a great movie. I still appreciate. At least you tried. Like okay, so I can see where they got the saw vibes. The basement with the green light mm-hmm. and the plastic curtains, the bathtub, chain in the bathtub. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very saw vibes. Yeah, but not not a puzzle. No, 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 no. Not a puzzle at all. I mean, I could see where where he got some of his ideas from. Yeah. Definitely saw. I see Seven with the box. Mm-hmm. With the freaky man in the box. Yeah. You know, I, I can see where he gets these, where, where this movie, where this movie gets, um, you know, Seven and Saw. And I mean. Yeah. They try. And the only problem is, is that I do not see this being a prequel because mm-hmm. they can't carry Freaky Boy over into that story. In any way, shape, or form. No. There is no way. And he's his own freaky boy. No. Unless they, unless they changed it after they got denied. I mean, really. Because freaky boy, I gotta tell you, he is a scary monster man. Yeah, I was kind of hoping they would have showed his face. And they never I mean, <sighs> he, he squealed like a pig. And he made like these weird like baby lamb sounds. Like when he yeah. was upset. And he would, like, make these high-pitched squealing sounds, which was, like, really unnerving. Like, when he was just pissed. Yeah, he didn't speak speak a single word. Not a word came out of this man's mouth. And it was like, oh my god, freaky boy, you are freaky as fuck. Mm. He was, he might be one of my top favorite freaky boys. I mean, maybe it's just me. Maybe I just like a freaky boy that's... An enigma. Because mm. he was definitely an enigma. Like, okay, so he's there. 
He collects people. I get it. I get it. But the traps. Out of this world with the traps. Yeah, they're pretty creative, I must say. I liked I liked the um the super thin piano wire through that whole room. He couldn't even right, see it. Right. And you just walk into it, cut yourself into pieces. Yeah, he got kind of lucky there. Holy fuck! Because you couldn't see a goddamn thing. No. Not not even a little bit of things. No. And then the bear trap room. Yeah. That was an awesome death. That room had to take a while to set up. Without setting all of them off at once. Those- those things are not easy to get open. No, but he was like super strong. Like he only, he, he had to figure because was that was that all on the same day? Like the movie was all on the same day from the, from the time he left work until he came back. Was that the same day? I believe it was all on the same day. Because man, if that's the case, he only had like figure with with the food being left out and shit like that. He had to have came in around dinner time, a couple hours before he showed up. At least, yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. He worked fast to get all the piano wire like that. Mm-hmm. I had to take a while to open all the bear traps. I had to take a while. Oh, and the fucking acidic glue yeah, shit on the fucking yeah, floor. Yeah, acid glue. That poor cat. The chandelier. The windows being boarded up with the blades right. in them. Yep. Put in all those locks. Those locks were cool, though. I want to get one of those for the fridge. Lock the children out of the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> no, you cannot have a soda. I mean, okay. The traps were great. The deaths were interesting. Yeah. Bear trap death was was a number one on my list of deaths in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the cat got fucked up. The cat, that poor cat. The cat's not number one only because it was a super cute kitty and it was making some terrible sounds. Yeah. Uh, and it gave him away and it was bad, but then it sort of saved him. <sighs> Stupid cat. And how come the cat wasn't making any noises that whole time until Bro came walking in there? Don't know. I don't know either. Another plot hole. Another plot hole. Why wasn't Kitty being vocal this whole time? Because I swear to God, if I heard a cat screaming coming from a random room in this house, mm-hmm. and I was in there trying to thieve my way through it, mm-hmm. um, I would definitely have gone and seen and been like, you know what? I gotta go. Yeah. This cat is... No, I don't think so. I gotta go. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even try... And like he like ripped the cat off the floor. It was just... Yeah. It was intense. Intense Kitty... Brutalization brutalized the cat, but it was creative. Mm -hmm. Sticky hot acid glue floor was a pretty creative way to do things because that guy was so fucked after that point, he had no shoes. That's true, not a shoe to be found. I liked, (laughs) I like the husband's downstairs, and he thinks you know, he gets upstairs. Mm And he's like, it was you, it was you, talking to the thief. And the thief's like, dude, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah, and I was like. Oh, shit, he's gonna fucking tell, he's gonna tell. And then, you know, creepy boy comes up and is like, eh, takes him back into the basement. Mm-hmm. And that's where, like, the saw scene is for real. Right. Like, the traps are very saw-ish. They're not more, they're not like that, you know, can you figure it out before it goes off kind of trap. Right. But they're definitely on the creative side. Mm-hmm. Like, like where the Saw movies were. I think when you get into the basement and he sees, you know, and he meets up with the husband and wife and they're like panicking. And it's like, you are in the wrong place to be panicking right now. You should just accept your fate because right. this guy is not going to let you go. And I'm pretty sure his plan was to keep the wife. Yeah, you think so? No, she seemed compact enough to fit in that box beautifully. Because he didn't know the little girl was there. And he seemed to not care when the older daughter died. See, I think, I think he moved from person to person as things happened. Oh, you think? You think? I mean, I think after dad and mom were dead and the older girl came in, I think she was the next plan. 
Oh, maybe. And then his last shot was the little girl. She had to have somebody. He had to have somebody. Yeah, he's not a she. He's a he he. Yeah, I guess. I guess it kind of moved from from opportunity to opportunity, but still. I mean, definitely, I feel like this house was not was just not his night. (laughs) No, he had a really bad night that night. He had a rough night. I mean, and he seemed like he was used to like going in, getting the job done, getting the fuck out. Yeah. And where this was, going there, get fucked up. Fuck some people up, get fucked up some more, mm-hmm. and then get mad, and then f- get fucked up, and then fuck up the people, <laughs> and then get fucked up again. Yeah. And then be like, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> it didn't work this time. He uh, he had a bad night. I mean, I wish I wish he didn't have a bad night, but he definitely did. I mean, we're going to watch the second movie, which is The Collection. Yeah, I'm definitely interested to see where they take it. We almost watched it like right after the right after the first one, but then we we were like, you know, it's like ass clock in the morning right. and we have to go to bed. <laughs> so, we tucked in and watched kung fu movies until we fell asleep. But I think this weekend we have a couple things to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe tomorrow and Saturday. We'll see. So we can get into bed early and watch something. Um, but yeah. So I really hated the moment where he was where he was hooked up to the, the fish hooks in the mm-hmm. basement. Yeah. I didn't hate that part. No. I've seen tons of shit like that, so it doesn't bother me. But right. I hated the moment where he had the guy's mask in his hand and it was ninety eight percent off of his face. Mm-hmm. And the camera swung around, and he, like, knocked the dude out, and he put the mask back on. He didn't get to see his fucking face. Right. Because the only thing that you really get to see about this guy is this crazy gray, looks like, I don't know, wool mask that is, like, tied in the back. It's almost like a luchador mask. Yeah. And then he's got these eyes that, if you're a real D&D asshole like me, you know, that elves' eyes glow in the dark. Because they can see in the dark. <laughs> yeah. And his eyes were glowing in the dark. That means that he had night vision in his eyeballs. Um, and that really added to the effect of his creepy boyness. Mm-hmm. Like, it took it from, like, an 8 creepy boy to a 10 creepy boy. And I enjoy my creepy boys, so he's up there. It's like... So, when it's daytime, does it hurt his eyes? Does he wear sunglasses? Special contacts? Because I don't... I don't you don't really know if... If that's just an effect they threw in there to make him look creepy, or if there's something to it, you know. They don't, well, because the whole house really is dark except for the basement. Yeah, but yeah. for the most part. The other guy didn't really seem to have any issues with it either. Well, yeah, but he's a thief. Thieves are thievy, sneaky. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to wait and see if they. Explain. Right, yeah, if they, and maybe they'll explain more in the second one. But I really like that effect. I really hated the fact that you were so close to seeing his fucking face. I mean, actually, if you think about it now. Oh shit! Here we go. They. And I'm not going to spoil it, because, I mean, the movie spoils it. Itself. They do tell you who it is, so you did see him earlier in the movie. Yeah, you did see him earlier in the movie. I was going to mention that, and then I was like, Argh. but you did it, so. I didn't do it, he did it. I didn't say who it was. I know, I know. There's but you do get to see him. There's a lot of people him. in there. Yeah, in the beginning of the movie, there's a lot of people. But you do get to see him, so it's like, okay. But I wanted to know what was going on, because when you when the mask is on him, does he have like a sock over his head, right. like a ski mask, and then the mask? Because yeah, you look know. at the back of his head, there's no hair. Yeah. Dude had hair. Yeah. And facial hair. That's what I'm saying. I don't and know. And he didn't look as big as dude looked earlier in the day. He didn't speak earlier in the day either, though, did he? No. I don't know if he squealed like a pig or not. No, I think he just... I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to say what he did. We're not spoiling it. I'm not giving it away. Stop. Don't beg. Probably. I probably already gave it away. Begging's not cute. (laughs) Cut it out. But yeah. um, I don't know. Overall, good movie in my my book. I mean, 
I hope people are going to hate me for saying it, but it's better than Saw. Don't come at me with negativity, <laughs> okay? Saw, to me, is just... It's gore porn, but without any good shit. Like, ooh, solve this puzzle and I'll set you free. Just kidding. <laughs> You're dead. Like, this one's like... There's no puzzle to solve. It's a gore fest. You've got an interesting bad guy. And then you've got this guy who's supposed to be a bad guy turn his whole shit around and become the fucking hero. Mm, well, okay, he tried to be the hero. <laughs> but I mean... That is way more interesting to me than fucking a bunch of assholes chained up to bathtubs in a fucking random dumpster house. Mm. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not a saw person. Just don't be mad at me. So, what are you giving this out of the monkey paws? Four-ish? Four-ish? Either it's four or it's not. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't want to give it a four, but I don't want to give it less than a four either. Oh, okay. So, give it a four-ish. So, give it a four-ish. You're jagged. How do you get four-ish monkey paws? A slightly less than four? Just like, just a sliver less? Sure, you know, oh just God. for the just for the unthought of plot holes. And, yeah, that's know, the one thing some, that really bothered me. Just little things here and there that they could have done better. Oh, I mean, yeah, but for what it was, and it's underappreciated in my book. I'm just saying, I never wanted to watch it. Mm-hmm. I never had attempt. I I I saw one small scene from this movie one time when I was flipping through channels one day, and it was like, eh, this is. Nope. And I <laughs> and I just kept going. I never gave it a chance. And I'm really sad I never gave it a chance because I really kind of like it. So um, I'm going to have to say it's four and a half. Um, it gets a knockdown because of plot holes. Not too many plot holes, but a few plot holes and a little confusion in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's where I'm at with it. I'll, I'll fucking fight you for that half the monkey paw. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know, man. I think it's better than your putting it on to be. I don't know. I mean, I saw it. It was good. I don't know if I would watch it again, though. Well, you're going to watch the second one. Well, of course. Now I got to see if they catch the guy. They're not going to catch the guy. Well, how do you know? Because they never catch the guy. They only made two movies. That doesn't mean that there's not a third one in production somewhere out there in the world sitting on a, in a, in a canister just waiting to be revealed. You never know. Shut up. It's not like Lake Placid where there's 75 of them. <laughs> all right so that's that on that good movie i enjoyed it i mean i'm not gonna buy it but i'm never gonna pay to watch it <laughs> but yeah okay so that's it and if you want to find us you can find us on facebook at double d movie night podcast uh, just type it in the search bar and we will pop up we are the only ones there by that name um and if you want you can find us on twitter at movie underscore double also we are on instagram at double d movie night and if you want to email us we are at double d movie night at gmail.com and yeah that's it um i will put the link tree down below for you lazy people who don't actually want to type out things and you can find us way 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 easier just one click and you're there to Look at our link tree and see all of our stuff. Um, We have a Ko-Fi if you would like to buy us a coffee. Because it's a lot of research and a lot of brain workings and it would be nice. Um, And we have merch if you are interested in merch. Um, And we still have a few buttons left. So if you want buttons, tell me and I will mail them up to you. And that's it. That was all the things I had to say. So I guess it's uh, time to say goodbye. Indeed. Okay, so goodbye. Bye.
Welcome fiends to the Double D Movie Night Podcast.